Welcome back to the Hey Rody podcast, where we take a deep dive into the people of the Ocean State. We are your hosts, Nick and Sasha. Hi, everyone. We're so remote right now. I'm literally in Maine, and Nick <laughs> is in Rhode Island. <laughs> yeah, so if it sounds a little so bit different. So hopefully it sounds okay. <laughs> nah, I think it'll sound fine. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, but this episode is really cool. We are interviewing and chatting with Stu Meltzer from Fearless Fish which is a fish market um, currently on the west end of Providence, right over by like Moniker, um, Y Noodle Bar, the Slow Road. Um, but they're actually opening a second location right in my neck of the woods on Hope Street, which I'm so excited for. Um, I said it in the chat that uh, my neighbors and my husband and I like we send each other updates on how fearless fish is doing. Cause we're all so excited about it. Like when a new door goes in or when it gets painted, we're like, Oh, it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> so we're excited about it. And it was so fun getting to talk to, to Stu. Yeah. Sasha, ever since you moved over to the East side, all kinds of fun stuff's happening over there. Did you bring it with you or what? I know. I feel pretty lucky. It's pretty awesome. Um, there's always something happening, always good things happening. So I feel like I'm in the right place. Um, but it was really cool getting to talk to him because I've never had a conversation with someone whose job is literally to like know how to prepare, cook, fish for fish. Like it's such a unique job. Yeah, it is. It's super unique. It's kind of like, uh, right along the same lines as like a, like an old school butcher as well, where like, you know, a lot of people are going to walk in and be confused about like what they're seeing and there's a bigger selection than they're used to. And everything's not like, you know, labeled at the grocery store and, uh, you know, it becomes the purveyor's, um, responsibility to be able to educate people and, you know, make some recommendations, let them know what's fresh and ask them what they're going for and what their cooking experience is. And, you know, actually be more of like, like in touch with their customer base than a lot of like traditional supermarkets or things like that would be. Yeah. And Stu, I think the whole sort of like message behind fearless fish is that you should come into their fish market fearless because they can walk you through anything. They can make you feel comfortable to shuck an oyster or to peel a shrimp or to cook salmon in a way that tastes really good and is easy and fresh. And I thought that was so cool that that's sort of like their whole like mission statement is they want people to feel like they can tackle any sort of seafood. And he loves, he was saying, you know, that obviously they have like the sort of normal, quote unquote, normal um, fish options, but he also loves people to get a little more adventurous and, and try things that you might not have normally tried before um, that you might not know you actually end up being your favorite fish. Yeah, it's a, it's a resurgence of, I think I say this in the, the actual recording as well, but it's kind of a resurgence of that old, it's more of like the old school way that people bought everything for a very long time. Like you mm. went to a person who specified in that thing, like your, you know, the corner store had all of your like, you know, maybe your vegetables and uh, your dry goods and things like that. But then you went to the fishmonger and then you went to the butcher and you had your stuff for the next few days and then you'd go back out and you'd get something new. Uh, and it's just kind of yeah. nice that that, has regained popularity and I feel like it's the way we should be buying our, our products, food. Yeah. It's hyper local. It's um, I think we say like the ecosystem 
of our community like that it's just helping because we're helping we are the ocean state we have a huge fisherman population business owners entrepreneurs and buying local fish helps with that um with that industry which is really nice and Stu was saying you know out of all the ways to consume different sorts of meats and proteins that you know supporting local fishermen is one of the best ways to do so in a environmentally friendly way which i thought was really cool because i didn't know that yeah absolutely i think it's just it's a cool podcast all around it's another one that uh i think the listener can learn something new um maybe take something yeah. away with them uh and be encouraged to go stop by fearless fish uh, either at the new location when that one opens up or the one on the west side yeah i think the new location he he didn't have like a like a like a 100 this is the day obviously we all know with the way the chain chainsaw no just kidding the supply chain <laughs> the way the supply chain is working out right now i think a lot of people would like to delayed, take a chainsaw but... to the supply chain at this point so yeah true um but they're looking for like a f early fall um open date which is super exciting because who doesn't want to like cook beautiful wonderful fresh fish in the fall in the cooler months i'm so excited yeah it's gonna be great uh, and i think everybody's really gonna enjoy this episode Yes, everyone have fun and go cook fish. <laughs> cook some fish. That's that's your instruction for this one. Cook some fish, sit down, have a glass of wine, probably white wine since it's fish, and uh, listen to the episode. Yep. Yay, love it. All right, enjoy everybody. Bye. Good. Perfect. Hi, cool. Stu. Thank you so much for coming. All right. Hey, Sasha. This Thanks. is great. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm, I, you know, I've, I'm really excited to have you on. I was saying this before we started recording, but like you're kind of a unicorn in mm. what you do being mm -hmm. a fishmonger. Right. And owning a beautiful fish market and now opening a second location. Yes. So there's a lot of cool things. A lot of cool things. But before that starts, mm -hmm. through some research, I saw that you're not originally from Rhode Island. That's right. So yeah. Yeah. how'd you end up here? Um. Yeah. So I... Yeah, so I, I grew up in in the Chicago suburbs, mm. the, the north north of Chicago. Um, basically, uh, yeah. Is there a lot how, of seafood there? Yeah, <laughs> it's actually yeah. Like I get that um, that that question or that response is like you're you're in fish and you're from Chicago. Yeah. Like, what's, what's up with that? Yeah. But actually, it was a really good place to learn. So mm. I guess the yeah to to you know. The, the story of, of me getting to Rhode Island, which like, yeah, I think, you know, growing up in grade school and even like probably in high school, I had a very vague, very vague idea where Rhode Island was. Did you even know what it was? was. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, like East Coast geography in general was a little fuzzy, but like Rhode I Island I knew was like, it was a state. I knew yeah, it was somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I knew it was uh, tiny. This, right. Exactly. That was about it. Yeah. Um, but, um, you know, basically, so I, I went to college out in Colorado at mm. Boulder and then moved and it traveled a bit and everywhere I went, I was like, Oh, I'm from Chicago, I'm from Chicago, proudly from Chicago. Yeah. And so I uh, was like, right, uh, I'm going to go live and work in Chicago. Yeah. And, and, and cause you're like, it's part of my know, story. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah get to yeah. know the city I claim to be from. The narrative that you spun for yourself. You're like, <laughs> yeah. I need to make this a reality. Yes. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> so a proud Chicago. And that's, yeah, never, that, that's that, never, that's never nothing about <laughs> Chicago. So, um, basically, yeah. So then, you know, after school, I was like, I, I knew that, I wanted to be in business and yep. like ultimately have my own business. And so it was like, what business should I get into? And so, um, you know, I, I always been into food and liked mm. food and restaurants and I worked in restaurants a little bit. Um, and I had a, 
like my friend's older brother was in the seafood business mm-hmm. in Chicago, which is also not a common thing <laughs> at all. So two unicorns. Uh, right. And, and I was like, this actually, this sounds cool, you know? And, um, and then I kind of found my way to a seafood distributor. Mm-hmm. Um, and they happen to be very good and very competent and mm-hmm. like a great place to, to learn. Mm-hmm. So I started working for them in, in sales and purchasing. So basically buying fish from around the country and selling to, um, high-end restaurants this is still in chicago in chicago yeah yeah so uh and 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 the reason why chicago just to to close that loop the reason why chicago is is kind of a a good place to learn fish weirdly is because there's o'hare international airport there a lot of shipping yeah and so like you can get a flight in from almost anywhere very quickly okay Um, not to mention that it's in the center of the country so like Everything is pretty accessible, even mm. even by truck for for fish. So the Northeast, the Gulf, the you know Florida, Pacific Northwest, and then on top of that, because I mean there's there is like lake, fish out of the Great Lakes, like whitefish and walleye, but it, you know it's not robust enough. And basically, these chefs had just free license to mm. like use whatever because yeah. you know in the Northeast you kind of you know you're doing the local thing. You have to do local. To, yeah, you typically. Have to, yeah. yeah, so you're kind of like. Hemmed in a little bit by, by well, I mean, there's plenty of species in the Northeast to mm-hmm. have, do a great menu with, but there it was like no rules. Yeah. So, you know, there was like everything. So I got to a chance to like learn all these different fish and species from everywhere. And so that's, that's kind of how I got started. So mm-hmm. I did that for quite a while. Um, and yeah, really learned the, the ins and outs of it. So all like different species and cooking and talking with chefs and like tuna grating and the whole thing. And so, yeah, so there were, there were, um, you know, things, uh, that were awesome about it. Things that were, I mean, chefs are definitely a difficult customer to, oh, to totally. work with. My dad's a chef. So <laughs> like, right? I, yeah, oh yeah. Oh, so yeah. I can only, we've gone to rest. I mean, not specifically fish, but we've gone to restaurants and he's like, oh boy, this yeah. is not. And I'm like, okay, dude, like chill out. It's yeah. Fine. Yeah. Is so he still I get cooking? It. He is. Yeah. yeah. He's, he doesn't do like, um, like he growing up, he was like a chef, chef, like an Italian chef. He was cooking all the time. Yeah. Now he works more like in a corporate environment, obviously like, you know, he's older now, like yeah. those kitchen hours just yeah, like, yeah. aren't really like sustainable yeah. for any human life. No, no. Um, so I, yeah, probably like five years ago, he kind of stepped out of the kitchen, but okay. that show, the bear came on. Oh yeah. And I've just, we've been watching it's that. It's so good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And he Chicago called me. focus. Oh, yeah. that's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he called me the other day and he was like, I watched that show. I want to get back in the kitchen. Oh, really? And I was like, okay, like oh, wow. this is too much. Like you can't handle that stress. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but he, he still cooks like home wise, but yeah, not, yeah. and he, I mean, obviously he still cooks for his job, but not as much as he did. Sure. Sure, sure. Yeah. Oh, but he's funny. a tough customer. Yeah. No, aspects. for sure. No, for sure. True. I mean, I guess, I, oh, I, for, I forgot to mention, like, in part of, like, going into, like, the fish business, it was, like, you know, I, what I liked about it was that, number one, I wanted to sell something that was good for people. Mm. Like, I figured I'd go into, like, in, in the sales. Like, that's what yeah. I would just start doing. Um, and so I wanted to sell something that was good for people and be part of something that was good for people. And then also. You didn't want to, like, start working with Philip Morris? Or right. Yeah. No. <laughs> like, actually, yeah. So, like, it's funny. Like, so I went to business school. Yeah. And, like, we had a couple kids that were, like either they were like working for an ad agency that like or did had the cigarette accounts and like they had to be on their own floor like oh, lock geez. a key and they were like oh no it was like, like <laughs> you're like i'll stick what to is, fish <laughs> yeah Thank like you. what's wrong with you guys oh no um, but uh anyway so yeah no i something that was good for people and uh and that you know i was always also interested in like the interaction between 
fish and the, and the, the, environment, that we, yeah. the resource that we eat and the environment mm. and, and kind of that interconnectedness. Um, so it's, it's something that was not terrible for the environment mm. either. Mm. <laughs> you know? yeah. And I kind of later learned to, to, to determine which we can get into, but um, you know, that of the, like of the proteins that you can eat fish is really by many different studies and, yeah. and, and measures in different angles is one of, if not the, the most low, low impact, oh, envi- wow. environmentally low impact protein that you can have. So, um, and then also, well, anyway, so, so, uh, there's a lot there. So, but yeah. anyway, like, so that's kind of why I was, I was drawn to, to fish. Did you I, knew I just, that right from the get go? Like when you went to business school, we were like, I'm going to start a fish company or work <laughs> for a fish company. Well, or? I, I went, I, like I graduated college, then worked for the fish company okay. and then was like, thinking, okay. I worked there for a bit, but like, yeah, the whole time I was like, mm-hmm. I'm going to start a business. I, I didn't know if it was going to be in fish. I was like, yeah. this, this, I, I like enough stuff about this. Um, but anyway, so that was in Chicago for a while, business school, and then, uh, which I did while I was working, and then wanted to get out of Chicago. I was like, check, okay, I did this. You're like, okay, my story, <laughs> my chapter is complete in yeah, yeah. Chicago. Time to go right, somewhere right. else. And so I um, I was looking at either Colorado, like where I went to school, or Boston, because mm. I had a lot of close friends from college in Boston. And like, yeah, I, I just knew of Boston because being in the in the seafood business, yeah, like, definitely. That was like chowder. So, You've yeah, heard chowder. of chowder, of, of course. Um, so I was like, lobster. You know, I should live there. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Right? Um, so anyway, I, I got turned on to, to design consulting. Hmm. So this is like rooted in industrial design. It's this area kind of exploded in like 2010. Um, and it's still kind of a big thing, but yeah. basically it's rooted in industrial design. The whole idea is like your, um, like the work that a lot of the, it used to be like, how do we design that coffee cup to mm. be something that people would like that's ergonomically nice, that it yeah. looks nice, that mm. it holds the water cold enough or whatever. Mm. But that's kind of that, that principle has like evolved into almost business management, mm. you know, like, but I mean, the root of it is it's almost like more market research. Like how do we let let's look at this company's customers and talk to them and interview them and yeah. understand what products or services we should design for them. So I was interested because it seemed like, you know, if I wanted to start a business, this is a good skill to kind of. Yeah. And aesthetic hone. and design, even if you're, if you're selling fish, if you're selling wine, if you're selling whatever you're selling, there's always going to be some sort of like design aesthetic part of it. That's true. Cause uh, I think for fearless fish, I've always said like the first time I ever saw your sign, um, I was like, Oh my God, the, design is so cool yeah, like i yeah, love that like yeah. i would buy my fish there awesome well i'm gonna um, shout out to um byron olson which is at byron olson art he thanks, byron. drew that yeah he, he really drew nice. that we kind of conceptualized it and yeah. he really like brought it and made it come to life and so well it's a um, cool yeah. i feel like if you think of like a like i mean for me if i think of like a butcher or a fish market or something where you go and like buy i think more like you know old school not yeah, in a bad yeah, way yeah, yeah. but i when i saw fearless fish's design i was like oh yeah like, something cool and yeah. i want to like i want a t-shirt <laughs> right, like i want right. the t-shirt i want the hat like that and i think that that's part especially in the in the era of social media yeah, and yeah, all that stuff yeah, like yeah. you have to have something that sort of like grabs people so it doesn't surprise me that you had like a design background mm, yeah i mean so that was um that was thought through a little bit that like so that like the idea behind fearless is that there's just a lot of trepidation around fish, right? Like there's like 
am I going to overcook it? Is it going to smell up my kitchen? Is it, yeah. is it fresh? Is it, is it going to be okay? You know, is it going to be okay? Are there bones? Is there mercury sustainable? You so know, many questions. All these things. And so, yeah, it's like obviously a little bit of hyperbole, but it's like, People have a little bit of there's a you're going to be so sick of me there. when your new location opens because yeah. oh, I have great. so many questions. Okay. I'm so sorry. <laughs> well, I am dying to start cooking like yeah. uh, we're redoing our kitchen and I'm dying to start cooking more and cooking better. Mm. And I don't I'm a vegetarian, but like every once in a while I will eat fish, mm -hmm. but I don't know how to cook it. Yeah. I am very intimidated by it. Sure. I don't know what to do. Okay. So. Great. We I'm coming to you still. You You're going to get sick of me. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. You and you and all your wonderful employees are going to be like, oh boy. Yes. She's back asking if it's going to be gross. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a real question. Yeah. Answer is no, yeah. as long as the, you know, the fish is of good quality. Okay. Which, yeah. See, that's so, a good answer yeah. because I feel like I've made fish and it made my house smell. Yeah. So um, it's bad yeah, yeah. A lot of times it does, Sorry. you know, yeah. Or, you know, maybe you need a. A hood would might help. Mm, but, okay, but, all right. But, yeah. we'll, but typically, we'll, we'll you know, get it if, right. if the quality's good, you shouldn't have that. Issue. I'm gonna bring a notebook. Yeah. We'll, we'll, She's we'll, building we'll, a new kitchen right now. So okay, we'll, we'll, include a hood. Put a hood it, in there. Oh, <laughs> I don't think I don't think there's room for a hood, but we'll make it work. <laughs> yeah. Um, what? So after you worked at the design firm in Boston, yeah, how did you? So get? then, so basically, um. I was fired from there. Yeah, I got I got fired. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah, I've been fired from a lot of jobs. So. Is it? I, you know what I yeah. bet though. I feel like this is a common thread for people who are business owners. Yeah. Like a lot of time when you're a business owner, like even um, Yarrow Thorne from um, Avenue Concept. Not that he was fired from anything, but he never like he would say like he never really felt like he fit in like a, yeah. a certain yeah. category because the way his brain worked. Yeah. And like a lot of times, I feel like people like that like just have too much power in their brain and they need to like have like a power source. Yeah. Like yeah. I was a terrible, terrible employee. Yeah. You know? I mean, I, I, I did it. Um, but I was, <laughs> I was terrible. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, so I, that, that, you know, I wasn't, that was just, I got rejected uh, yeah. there, but I did learn some good stuff hmm. that I was able to apply. And I met my wife there. Oh, most important key for the story. And she was she's actually like, great. Yeah. So, oh my um, God. She's great. And uh, so she's really the the design, like marketing Okay, I take all the credit force. I gave to you and I put it onto it's her. It's onto her. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> she wins that. Yeah, she um, wins that. So she, that's what we met at this, at this place. Mm -hmm. And um, um, but, Did she, uh, is yeah. she from Boston? She's from Rhode Island. Ah, yeah, so, so is that what so, brought you back? So this is what happened. Well, a little bit. She doesn't like me to say that because um, basically, yeah, left the consultancy and then I went back into the seafood business and yep. the idea was right this is it. I'm going back in. I'm making a choice to do that. And yeah. I'm going to start my business. It was kind of like, what, what can I do that I know mm -hmm. that I'd like mm -hmm. that, you know, I think there's a need for, and that, um, will, you know, give me the best chance of succeeding in my own business. Yeah. So, Cause if you have all these powers, yeah, I call them powers. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like for me personally, like I'm super passionate about things. I get like stressed out and anxious, but they always come out the best. Like I think that makes me a good employee, but mm. I can feel like on the opposite spectrum could also make someone like not a great employee. If you have like a corporate structure, because like mm. you have all these directions, you have all these thoughts. And that's why I feel like being an entrepreneur so because you're so passionate yeah. about it i think also yeah, independent retailer too it just that it happened that way it's mm. like yeah i think it's a yeah unique place where you can just you know yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you just march your own drum yeah. a little bit yeah. yeah yeah and i mean like you said you're looking for something that there was kind of a need for Ooh. um and surprisingly in rhode island which yeah. you know 
the ocean state. There's a ton of coastline. We have a ton of fish. Surprisingly, right. there's not a lot of fishmongers. There's not a lot of even like butchers, like yeah. all of these kind of things. Like you would come into Rhode Island, but like that's got to be a saturated industry, right. but it's really not. Yes. And I was, I was actually, I was worried about, <laughs> I was worried. What I was mainly worried about was actually calling it fearless fish in Rhode Island and doing people being like, the hell the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, we, <laughs> we, we know fish. This is yeah, the ocean yeah, state. Yeah, this yeah, is Rhode yeah. Island. Like, get the hell out of here. The answer um, is no, we don't. No. <laughs> yeah. Well, but what I also realized was that, you know, uh, and I mean, now it almost seems ridiculous because like, you know, I am learning stuff about fish all the time. Mm. You know, uh, it's like, you know, it's like wine and that like, it's just almost things change. bottomless. Well, things change. And then there's just so many species. Yeah. Like there's so many species. There's so many different ways to cook things. Mm-hmm. Like there's just, it's almost like endless. So, you know, I'm always learning from, from customers and, yeah. and our suppliers and um, and everyone, everything, you yeah. know. And so it's just like you can almost never learn it all. And mm. so, you know, it's, it's like no matter where you are on your journey, there's always like, you know, if you've never cooked a piece of salmon before to like, you know, you're looking to do like a, you know, Bronzino? A ra- razor clam, oh, you know, crudo oh type my of thing god. or something oh like that. Oh my god, so intimidating. <laughs> I did have so funny stories. I, I was hanging with me and my husband were hanging with our neighbors the other day, and it was like last weekend before our podcast, and they, were, they brought oysters and they're like, they're from Fearless Fish. So I was yeah. like, I'm gonna oh. talk to Stu soon. Oh, wonderful. Good. And they said, you taught how to, they, you taught them how to shuck them and everything. Oh, wonderful. Which is great. Oh, good. Like, because yes. I wouldn't know how to do that. Yeah, yeah. Seems will- like it would be simple, but like, yeah, I feel like it's not. It was like that. That was like the pandemic, like opening a shucking oysters was like the seafood equivalent. The, the seafood an, an sourdough bread. Sourdough. <laughs> exactly. yeah, the Everyone. oysters were our sourdough bread. It was like I'm gonna learn how to I'm shuck. Do well, because everybody up until that point, if you wanted oysters, you just went somewhere you and got go oysters, right. and yeah. they came out chucked. Right. Right. So if you yeah. wanted oysters in the well, in that like two year stretch, you yeah, kind of had to do you it. Kind of had, had to do it yourself. Do it yourself. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah, because you can. Yeah. So. um but yeah, I was happy about that. When you came <laughs> to Providence and you were nervous, or I guess Rhode Island in general, and you were nervous, like, all oh, these people know fish. Is it going to be weird for me to do this? I mean, I would say, based off of all the people I know, even business owners I know, neighbors I know, people love Fearless Fish. Yeah, so was the you. overall, like, like what's the reception? Reception? Yeah, was it, oh, like, yeah, were yeah. people into it? Oh, yeah. Very, yeah, definitely. I mean, like, um, so, yeah, well, yeah, basically how it worked out that we came to Providence was, you know, got in the seafood business back into it in Boston mm. and then quickly that was at an oyster distributor. So okay. like we were mm-hmm. buying from like oyster farms and selling to um or like fish seafood distributors around the country. And I got a little good handle on like shellfish. Like it really mm. yeah, really learned that really strongly. But then it was like, right, I think a market's the way to go. I worked I started working in a few markets in Boston and I was like looking at Boston and then Providence because we just got my wife and I got married. Mm. We were, you know, thinking we we're gonna have a family. She did have family down there, but I, more so than that, it was just like I came to Providence. I was like, it's was so like, fun what? here, right? Yeah, I was like, this is this is it. Yeah, like this is it. Mm-hmm. Like you know, for all the reasons that people love Providence, you yeah, know, uh, particularly relative to Boston, you yeah. know, um, big, you know, it's the ocean state, mm-hmm. big food enthusiasm, mm-hmm. easier living, less expensive. Totally. On and on and on, right? So it was like, and yes, nothing quite like it existed. There mm-hmm. are obviously, um, you know, there are other, but in, in Providence, there wasn't quite anything like what we were mm-hmm. doing. Mm-hmm. It's and far so, from a saturated market. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, or it had been. So yeah. now it's saturated. <laughs> Nobody else. <laughs> Nobody else. Uh, it's not that big of a town. Um, but um, so I was like, all right, let's, yeah, like this is it. Mm. And so, um, 
you know, we ended up moving down and, and, you know, we're fi- it was tough to find a spot because yeah. we were like, landlords are like, oh, fish market. Yeah. Nope. Yeah, yeah. Like it's going to smell this, that. You're like, no, uh, it doesn't no. smell. <laughs> right. I'm like, I wouldn't be in business. Yeah. 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 If it smells, I'm I wouldn't, doing something I wouldn't, wrong, I wouldn't be married if I smelled, That's right. Yeah. You know? That too. There were so many things that would not be happening. So um, anyway, so that, you know, that's how, you know, Providence came to be. And then yep. we moved to Providence and opened it here. And then the reception. Um, yeah. I mean, good. It was, I mean, it's been great. Like yeah. we've been super, super lucky. The enthusiasm is strong. I mean, we're open in the second location, you know, it definitely took a while to get there. Like, yeah. you know, like it, like for people to like find us and word of mouth to spread and stuff. And, and especially you opened in 2019. So you had a whole year where you had to like friggin' change up the game. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So At least like, a year. What, yeah, part, right. what part of 2019 did you open in? It was in the beginning. It was like February. So you had so the like, first year and then you yeah. hit COVID. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. We had the full- Which actually might have been better for you for the because of the oyster thing, right? It did. You know, we definitely like got a bump yeah. from that, you know, for sure. And More people uh, cooking at home. Cooking at home. Yeah. Less mm-hmm. people going to restaurants for sure. Um, You know, so that we're, you know, we're lucky for that we did do like curbside for that in basically entire year so it was like or no wait what was it yeah it was like i think yeah for like a whole year we had like a tent set up in front i mean it was insane i mean it just you know it's just not the experience it Mm. was more just like kind of people were ordering off a list yeah you know like the whole thing about it is having that communication and they want to come in and look and see the see the cuts and right and we we put up this whole beautiful display and you can you know and then it's like oh what's that and we you know that fosters you know conversation Mm -hmm. and questions about Mm -hmm. things you know that was not and not to mention of like people just coming in and buying like other ancillary kind of stuff that none of that happened but none but despite that we 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 did well Mm. and so we're very grateful for that um and then yeah you know but yeah overall you know the 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 response has been strong and we're just super grateful about it totally for sure did you always know that a second location like was that on your your dream board uh yeah i mean (laughs) yeah uh yeah i mean like so we you know we Open the west side location. Like, I mean, honestly, we were looking to open on the east side mm. first, mm-hmm. um, but there was just nothing available. And I was looking for years. And this is before we were in Providence, so we didn't really have many contacts. But, you know, the folks that leased us the place that we're in, we we're grateful for that because, you know, we weren't really finding anything. It was like, we just got to get going. We yeah. got to just start. So um, we started there. And yeah, the response has been awesome. And so, but, you know, now as we kind of, got going and learned, you know, who our customer is and, and, you know, where our, you know, who has been kind of responding to us, the East side makes a lot of sense. And so we were just like, if something opened up there and we could find the right spot, Mm -hmm. we're going to do it. In addition, you know, we're, we're, we're the the one that's on the West side is planning to to, to stay. so. So we have, I have a group chat with my neighbors and we, when we f- found out about Fearless Fish, we like sent a message in our group chat, like, oh my God, Fearless Fish is coming to the east side. And now we send, every time there's like progress made on the building, we send it in our group chat because we're just like counting yeah. down the days. We're awesome. so excited. Like yeah. even when you paint, so it's in this like big blue, like, his, I mean, I don't, it's not, I don't know if it's historical, but historical looking sort of like building on the top yeah. and then like sort of a gray sort of like storefront on the bottom. Uh-huh. And it was gray and we were like, right. let's take bets of it. Yeah. and you painted it and yeah. once you painted it that was like sent in the message and we're like it's painted like yeah. this is awesome so yeah, we've been yeah. i just just so you know i know you already know this but like 
everyone's excited. Oh, great. At least yes, the people in, in my neighborhood, which is two down, two streets down yeah. from you, is yeah. excited. Awesome. Yeah. I think it's a, a really good fit. And I think, too, even on the on the West End, like having, you know, like Nick said, like it's at the time it was an undersaturated thing. Like living in a city, a small city where you can go and buy fresh bleh, fresh fish Mm -hmm. and talk to someone who's like an expert at it without Mm -hmm. having to go to like you know stop and shop and like i mean i'm they're very hard workers they do a great job too but like being able to go somewhere and actually have that conversation learn how to shuck an oyster learn how to cook a salmon skin like that's so different i feel like yeah i mean yeah I, i mean i always say like like i just seafood just benefits from um expertise mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. i think more so than than other other stuff yeah. other other food items because there's just there's so much variety it's like because you know we get down um and i think you know we we have spent a lot of time and a lot of effort and a lot of um struggle to like find the right suppliers yeah. find the people that are because it's all about really how the fish is handled mm. um and just you know it's a folks that are supplying us that are buying from boats mm. that are doing the right thing and handling it the right way, mm-hmm. knowing being, you know, knowing when, when things are off, yep. um, you know, being able to, you know, bring in those like unique species and talk about them and, and get excited about them. Oh my God. Um, you know, storing things the right way. Yeah. I just, it just benefits from, yeah, from, from just expertise. having the, the and focus, just like this is mm-hmm. all we're doing, yeah. you know? Well, and speaking of expertise, how does one become a fishmonger? Yeah. <laughs> is there like a class? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's honestly, um, it's a, it's a, it's a tough part about it. Cause yeah. it's not like, there's just not a lot of, um, people that are, have like experience mm. doing that, you know, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, basically we, we look just, you know, primarily if someone just has an interest in, in appreciation for food and yep. fish and if they've cooked fish at home before mm-hmm. um, and show some, yeah, so enthusiasm for that, that's a huge, huge part of, about it. But yeah. then from there we kind of just, yeah. I just try to just, yeah, just just, (laughs) ram a bunch of fish down their throat. Exactly. (laughs) Do you have a favorite fish to cook and to eat? Oh, um, that's a hard one. I know. Well, my favorites are like the, um, we call them like the local exotics. Mm. So yeah, like John Dory, which is, um, a fish that's scooped up as a bycatch of the squid fishery. So a fishery means like, um, it can mean like a group of boats in an area, mm-hmm. like the Point Judith fishery could be referring to like the number of boats, the j- boats in Point Judith that are fishing and coming back to Point Judith, or it can mean a particular species that they're fishing for. So, mm-hmm. um, so in this context, it's like the a bycatch of the squid fishery. So boats that are going out fishing for squid, mm-hmm. they'll John Dory eats squid, so they'll scoop it up with it, and oh. it's it, it's just absolutely delicious. So they, it eats like butterfish, which is a small, like flavorful fish, and yeah. squid. So they kind of takes on like a nice, rich flavor from that, and yeah. it's firmish like mahi. So that's um, Ooh. that's a really nice one. Weak fish is another one that's local and mm-hmm. also known as squatigue or sea trout. So these are like it's actually in the drum family, but. It's called a sea trout because it kind of eats like a mild salmon, almost like a trout. Like it's oh, got a fattiness to it. It's that white flesh. Good. Really, really good. Um, another one is uh, golden tilefish. Mm. So um, they those ones like munch on crustaceans, like lobster, crab, shrimp, and so 
they take on that really nice flavor mm-hmm. and that's a white flesh a little bit more delicate so like those last one will be trigger fish so Ooh. also feeds on crustaceans and okay i need a, a list one that's really delicious yeah okay i need those a list the of four. all these yeah i feel like the, so trigger, my the only one in there that i actually knew what it was was the trigger fish yeah and that was only because I, that. I watch like fishing channels oh really and they oh, talked okay. about that it's called the trigger fish the little thin you can actually like pop down and it'll pop back up like a trigger like a trigger right yeah. okay really yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my God. it's like the dorsal in the rear yeah I and it'll actually flip back up and down it's like a little trigger oh wow that interesting. sounds so that makes creepy. sense because they are they're freaking serious yeah are those, they? those yeah they have like really spiny yeah it yeah, looks like yeah. you've definitely seen them like they look like the fish that you always see like in aquariums oh you know they're and like really pointy do you know what I, I don't know if you eat these. I don't, I'm assuming you probably eat them and you've probably sold them. I have a friend who's like obsessed with smelts. Yeah, smelts. <laughs> that is such a unique thing. Yeah, Why? yeah. Because you cook them with the bones on. Right. And you eat yeah. the bones, right? You can. Yeah, you can also not. It's, I mean, they're like, they're they're fine enough that you can probably, you can crunch through oh them. But. Yeah, it's kind of almost like sardine. Yeah. St- same I don't stuff. know. Because yeah. just... the, the old, the place that I used to work was like a little, uh, local restaurant and one of the specials would randomly be fried smelts and it was okay. deep fried yeah. smelts just the whole damn oh, thing yeah man. yeah people yeah, yeah that's so, what my friend so, does they're, they're great do yeah. you like them oh yeah yeah really yeah i'm really hard pressed to find like a, a, a fish you don't I, like yeah do you feel yeah. like you eat fish almost every night <sighs> <laughs> I mean, this, this is probably a very annoying question. Yeah. I'm sure you've been asked a million times. No, 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 um, no. I mean, a lot. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but like, we, you know, we suffer from like, you know, you know, being lazy and, yeah. you know, but like the thing is, is that fish is a very easy thing to cook when you're in a pinch. So like our go to mm-hmm. is like we get like, <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous, like, like waste of money, but it's just so easy. Just get like the frozen rice. Yeah. That's like you could just microwave in three Heck minutes yeah. and it's like mm-hmm. perfect. Mm-hmm. And then we use a lot of frozen vegetables in our house. Yep. So like we'll like microwave frozen broccoli or like frozen spinach. Mm-hmm. And then like to like bake or saute a piece of fish can take like no time. Six to up to like thirteen minutes, like not much at all. I and gotta like, get better at this. You're done. That sounds so, great. Yeah, yeah. That sounds like something I could get behind. Yeah. Well, yeah, a lot get of you behind that. I know. I feel like a lot of like um like white fish can yeah. be cooked pretty quickly. And yep. not with too much difficulty. For you don't sure. have to do too much to it. No. You just add a couple of sides and 100%. you're pretty much good to go. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's like a lot of people like don't necessarily don't realize that. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like the fish is, it's just, it's so quick. Like if you had a, oh, yeah. a flounder, for example, like you could saute that thing in six minutes and like Whoa. it's too yeah. easy. What's so. the best? Okay. Here's a question. This is kind of a general question. Uh-huh. So if you, if you can't answer, it's fine. If you had to cook fish, like if there's one way, the best way to cook a fish, yeah. any fish, is it like stovetop on a cast iron? Is it a saute pan? Is it on the grill? Yeah. What do you think? So um, I think, yeah, I think. I need get, I need as basic as possible yeah, for yeah. it to stick in my brain. Yes, ba- basic <laughs> yeah. is uh, like, yeah, either like at some point, give mm-hmm. it a sear somehow, like uh-huh. either on the grill and just keep it on the grill mm-hmm. or do it in the saute pan or a quick sear in the saute pan and then pop it in the oven to in finish oven. because there's one of our staff members um, brought this to my attention because I was like, I would tell people, I was like, it, you know, it's far, as far as cooking it, like it be, it helps like for flavor, mm. like the saute pan tends to be the best. Like for whatever reason, it just, yep. the flavor just kind of soaks in comes kinda. out. It just, it just kind of unlocks the flavor a little mm. bit more when you get that, that a little sear on it. Yeah. And one of our uh, employees found like, a, it's like the Mael, I'll have to look that up. M, it's like a French guy, Ooh. like a male mayored um, effect, mm. which is like 
he somehow did some study on like the actual thing that happens to like the fish when you saute when it? you saute it that actually oh. it does better for flavor so yeah so there you go when so you that's why i would say the best okay yeah. and then one other question about it, it is it maillard yes yes wow. i was just typing it in and yeah like, yeah and i don't know if m-a-i-l-l and, and i didn't read it that closely so i'm hoping that <laughs> <laughs> so it's not wrong i'm, hoping I'm, not, I'm hoping that's not wrong um but when anyway. you do do that is it like olive oil or butter what's the move i i like i like butter okay. because it's a little more forgiving yeah you know whereas oil can like it could just get a little too hot, too hot right yeah yeah and too intense i think it's like yeah, I think, um, or do like a little mix of a like little olive mix. oil and butter. Okay. Yeah, it's a yeah I feel like, and butter has like a good taste. I mean, olive oil also has like a good taste, but I feel like, especially if you're Depends cooking. Depends on what kind of olive oil you're getting. Right? Yeah, true. true. Yeah, true. And I feel like if you're eating a fish that has like that buttery quality, like adding butter is only going to like make it taste better. Yeah, very right? French. Very yeah. Francais. Yeah. We're from France. We like to stay French as this much is as us. possible. This is us. Because yeah. um, I've like, when I've cooked fish at home, I feel like I've never done it. I've never sauteed it first. So I've either cooked it on the grill yeah. or cooked it in the oven. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, Which when, is totally fine. It's totally fine. Yeah. But it's not as good as it could be. Mm. One, because I do on, on um, randomly, I will like a salmon. But I like when you get salmon and there's like a little bit of that like crunchiness like the top is like and you when you cook it in the oven that doesn't yeah, you happen don't quite get that. that's true no it yeah. just looks sad <laughs> it's just like a sad piece of yeah. like pink fish and i'm like yeah. Aw, is, that a, is that one of those things you can achieve like at the end with a blowtorch <laughs> yeah, I think that's doable. I think that's, that's like there is like a lot of those things you do in an oven when you pull yeah. it out, you kind of quickly do it over the top, and that's yeah. how you get that like blackening on the top. I cannot yes. be trusted. With yeah, no, we do it. We do have like a small like cutter of customers that like use a blowtorch that is really above my level have I mean, you done that i have not oh like, my I, god like, i am a very lazy cook yeah I'm extremely lazy me cook. too so um i yeah like you know i'll get into it like very rarely would i be like gearing up to, yeah but but people do do it Wait, pulling the, out the blowtorch yeah yeah <laughs> but like uh i mean i would like sear it first do it at quick sear then yep. pop it in the oven that's one way to do it or if you broil it Oh, that's a way to do it in the oven to like get that little get bit little, of a sear. I feel like there. with a lot of yeah. white fish growing up, and I think we've done this camping before too. It's like essentially just like white fish, aluminum foil wrap, yeah, butter, a little seasoning, yeah. and you can kind of just throw it on the grill yeah. and let that's, it cook for X amount of time, mm, and it's pretty you're much done. good. To yeah, go. yeah, too easy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, so that's uh, it's it's that's I think one thing that a lot of people don't realize it, it is. Fish cooking a fish is easy. Is yeah, easy. it can be as simple or as complicated as you <laughs> yeah, want to make it. And yeah, yeah, I've been yeah. making it really complicated. <laughs> I'm going to make it simple. Just in your head. It's in. Yeah. My, it's all in my head. Yeah, Honestly, yeah. Stu, I can't get out of my head. <laughs> one um, uh, one thing I wanted to bring up, um, just because I know we're a little short on time, but uh, I wanted to make sure we touched on it. And I think I brought this up before on the show because um, I had done a trip to the Pacific Northwest a few years ago. Uh, and one thing that was really common in like Seattle and uh, like Portland, Oregon, and those kind of places was the like local butcher uh fishmonger like um your local convenience store wouldn't be like you know um just have like a deli counter with sliced meat it would have like the fish a fishmonger in it and a butcher in it and like have like all fresh stuff and that wasn't uh, when i was growing up here that really wasn't a thing yeah and now it's kind of nice that it's starting to come back yeah Mm. yeah yeah, yeah, and it's just something that was missing here yeah i think yeah i think that um I, you know, again, like I have like intended to do more reading about this. Uh, than I have. <laughs> That's like, okay. But like my my kind of my impression is that like yeah, like you had that was the way it was, mm-hmm. and then grocery stores 
came about yeah. like, in, during like I think post World War II time, mm-hmm. like suburbanization and all yeah. that. And that was just the it was M- easy. That was the mo, uh-huh. right? Yeah. And then now you're like with the start, like with how farmers markets were like all yep. the rage again, and mm-hmm. like yeah, the 2010 ish time mm-hmm. yep. or a little bit before that. Um, and then just kind of this heightened. I think that kind of kicked off like the uh, shop local movement. Yeah, and, yeah, right. Yeah. The shop local movement and like a little bit more of a heightened awareness, um, awareness and interest, and yeah, mm-hmm. and like more local food and higher quality and more foodieism. I yeah. think kind of really um, took. Not that that wasn't around before, yeah. but I feel like that just and then the cook the uh, with all the cooking shows on TV. Mm-hmm. I think that kind of contributed to it, which you kind of started to see yeah. just before that time as well. Yeah, and so. I think this is now an extension of yeah. that because what, the people that come to us, yeah, they're looking for more than what, like a little something more than what they can get at a supermarket. Yep. And like, you know, a supermarket, particularly if it's uh, a larger one and a more national one, mm. yeah, you know, they, they're going to stick to, um, to what sells. Uh, there, there's, there's various like constraints that more like shelf stable stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like there's, there's definitely more constraints that, that kind of uh, will keep them from, from, getting into like this interesting mm. local yeah. species that, that we put out there. And so, yeah, yeah I would, no, I think uh, that's true. I'd argue too that, and I think I brought this up in another episode, but that Instagram had a big effect on that kind of stuff. Instagram yeah, and YouTube. So too. Instagram yeah. made people yeah. want to like do local stuff and go to all these cool little yeah. places. But then also YouTube made it possible for you to like learn how to do yeah. something you never knew how to do before yeah. from like professionals. Mm. Yeah. For free. <laughs> totally. yeah, 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 yeah. And so if you really want to learn how that. to do like a really crazy fish yeah. dish, you can go find uh, somebody that's willing to teach you on YouTube for 20 minutes. Right. And mm-hmm. Right. Figure it out. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. It makes a difference because yeah. people are willing to buy fresh ingredients because they actually can figure out what to do with them. Yeah, yeah totally. Right. No, and I would assume point. that like, I mean, and I don't know this for a fact, so this could totally be wrong, but like add a bigger supermarket i'm assuming that like a lot of the 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 fish pro like the, no for fish produce i didn't mean to say that like the fish and the produce and yeah. the meat like they're not like local they're not getting them from like local like i would assume that they're getting shipped from some some place right yeah so i mean some do and you know so i think some do maybe a, a better job than, yeah. o- than others so not to totally rag on them no but we're I not think, and yeah, i've gotten seafood from yeah. that before but i'm but like you guys are saying like now that we're in this and I'm one of those people like I love to shop local. If I yeah. can if I can get something local, mm-hmm. I go out of my way to do it because it's you know if we, Sasha can stay on Hope Street. Yeah. Literally, <laughs> it's funny because like now we've we've interviewed like a lot of people from Hope Street. Yeah. And oh, I'm yeah. like now people are going to be like okay, this is just Sasha interviewing <laughs> is, her yeah. neighbors. This is Hope Street. I know. This is, this is Hope Street podcast. The hype train for Hope Street. I know. Well, I, honestly like so I grew up in Cumberland, uh-huh. Rhode Island, which is, you know, is a it's a fine town, but it's not like there's not a lot of um, to me, there's not a lot of exciting things going on. Mm-hmm. Right. Like there's a Target, but that's in Lincoln. Mm-hmm. You know, there's I mean, Coffee Connections in Cumberland, which I love. Cumberland House of Pizzas in Cumberland, which I love. Mm-hmm. But like there's not like a lot of interesting new things popping up. And uh-huh. and when we when my husband and I moved to, in the Hope Street area, it was the first time that we had been able to walk to all of these places yeah. doing all this cool stuff doing all these like different like you know Melena from little sister seven stars asher from frog and Toad, like everyone is doing now you do yeah sorry yeah, i didn't include you yet but yeah. now you're included yeah. um but like all these people are doing such cool things and they're doing different things and and their businesses are fun and funky and different and and you know like stock like having um jana from stock like hearing her story like i'm like 
I just am really lucky I get to live in this neighborhood with all these cool people and I just yeah. get to talk to them, like force them to talk to me because this is good for them and it's good yes. for me. Yeah, everybody wins. It's a little selfish. Yeah, Jan's going to start carrying yeah. a lot of like uh, really fish-related cooking. <laughs> She's yes. going to know. It's going to be the thing. It's going to yeah. be the move. Yeah, I, I feel really lucky that I get to live in an area where there's like so many things. And I think too, like back to what I was saying about shopping local, like, you know, before Fearless, I wouldn't... In like I live, I've lived in Providence for almost ten years. Like I'm not gonna like drive to wherever there's a fish market, not in Providence. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So like having you in Providence just makes it that much easier to like shop local and get local things and yes. get things that are like you said, like fish are are good for you. They're mm -hmm. not terrible for the environment. Like getting that is like you know if I can do that, yeah, why not? Buying local fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. that's and you're supporting not only a local business, Fearless Fish, but you're supporting local boaters right. and local fishermen sure, and, and local dealers and yeah, and that's just creating thing. like an ecosystem of greatness. Very true. Yes, right. That's what we're all about. That's the what we're all about. Of greatness. Of greatness. Right. I, feel like the, yeah. I feel like that should be put that on the window. I feel like that should be the name <laughs> of our podcast. <laughs> ecosystem yeah. of greatness. greatness. Yeah, it's just it's fun. Um, and before I know you have to leave pretty soon, and we're gonna make sure you get time to wrap this up. Wrap it up quick. But um, I just am curious too. Like with well, first and foremost, I love your um social media. It's so funny. Oh, Everything thanks. you again, post is again, incredible. Credit, credit to my wife. Yeah, yeah. She, she's great. She's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Um, but it's so funny. Like, thank you. You're great, and it's fun because like someone like me, I don't particularly like to see fish. I'm not like dying to know, but like there's just this. I'm gonna make it cheesy. There's just like this fearlessness about it that yes. it's like not scary and it's funny because you're talking about it and it's you comparing it to your baby. Like yeah. it's just like funny <laughs> things are happening. Yeah, that yeah. makes it less like intimidating or like oh god, I don't know what that is. Sure, sure. Um, yeah. So I think one that I just want to say that before I ask my next question. Um, sure. So leading into you know the new store, mm -hmm. do you have like a, a time in mind when that's going to be open? Yeah, I mean we're hoping for the beginning of September, which Woo! is like slightly terrifying. Terrifying. Yeah. Um, I'll help but, uh, <laughs> if you need if you need help I'll come I'll come yeah. monger some fish for you. Um, but that's what we're aiming for. So there's nice. like a f you know few things that need to fall into place in the next like five weeks. Holy mm -hmm. cow! But yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So fall, early fall is what I we're. Mean, I mean, they technically summer. For. But yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I guess is September summer. September is technically summer. Oh, yeah. God. To like the end of September. Oh, my yeah. God, maybe to a Chicagoan. <laughs> is that what you're called? I don't know. Chicagoan. I don't yeah, know. Like I, September's <laughs> fall, baby. Um. So with this new store coming and having this the second location what does the next year look like for you guys yeah i mean yeah definitely just um kind of uh getting that store up and going and, sane. yeah staying sane. <laughs> getting that store up and going yep. and um you know introducing ourselves to the to the east side mm. and, and um and just you know hopefully yeah just trying to keep doing a good job and and uh yeah. You got this. You know. You know, it's funny, like through work and through my new neighborhood, I'm like learning about all these places. And like I just um learned about this. Um, it's called Haw's Fine Foods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I had job. never been to. Yeah. But like I'm like, oh shoot, like I can buy local vegetables there. Yeah. Then I can scoot down to you, yep. buy local fish. Boom. I can go to the butcher shop down near Wayland. I don't eat meat, but like if I'm having friends over, I yeah. can get local meat right yeah. there. I don't, uh -huh. I don't really know how to buy that, but like we'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like That's you know, next, you can next, call me. That, yeah. No, no, no. I do not want to hear about that. Um, but, yeah, I'll have to do that one by myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll just be like in the background, like crying. Um, no, but I just feel like it's just so cool. There's so many like places, and yeah, I'm it's definitely be starting to, to become a bit of a of a food ecosystem. I love over it. Yeah, particularly on, on Hope Street. Yeah. Of yeah, but that's so I will I will add that that like the the fearless fearless fish the whole kind of idea is to help people you know 
uh, become more confident buying mm. fish, cooking fish, yeah. trying new things. So I'm going to become yeah, like wanna, a fish you know. chef. Yeah. All right. <laughs> the next time you see me, well, no, because it'll be when I'm asking you questions. So like That's in like cool. the next like two, like maybe like three months from now, you'll mm-hmm. be like on Food Network. You'll like change the channel and it'll be like me like cooking like some crazy like awesome. fish you've never heard of, <laughs> right. a freaking trigger fish or whatever they're called, <laughs> not knowing what to do with it. And then smelts um, yeah huge success yeah right and i'll i'll credit you and your wife and, and awesome. fearless yeah. i got yeah. you right. and um, uh, yeah go ahead nick yeah no i'm just we're gonna wrap it up because uh Stu does have to get out of here he's got some stuff Sorry. going on tonight don't worry about it we uh, we got through a lot um and I'm assuming if people want to keep up with you, um, they can go on your website, fearlessfishmarket.com. Um, it's also fearless, fi- fearless fish market on Facebook and also Instagram. Right. Um, and you said September is your target date is for, target Hope- for, for Hope Street. Yeah. Heck and then, yeah. you know, we do, I do a newsletter. Okay. Which if you're on the inside, okay. this is the way to go. Because we say, we put, I put out like twice a week in the beginning of the week, at the end of the week, what we're, what, got, what we have coming in, what we're cool. excited about. Um, you know, so you can get like first jump on stuff because mm. we do buy to sell out. Yeah. And, um, and then just like inside fish industry baseball and stuff like that. People That's like. Cool. So you can sign up for that on the email too. So people dig that. Very one, cool. one other question. This has just popped in my head. So with your store right obviously there's like different native fish you said that there's always new things coming in different whatever is there like usually like if you're going in and you know that you want like shrimp or salmon is there usually like basic fish there and then like yes. fun fish yeah yeah yeah, oh, yeah. Cool. I mean, okay sa- salmon is like our biggest seller seller yeah you know i mean uh-huh. it's like salmon and then like almost like all other fillets combined i mean so salmon is still like yeah our biggest single salmon item. is king um but and then yeah of course we, we have shrimp and and so yeah your your classics which you gotta always have tuna ah. um, and uh but then yeah so those are there okay cool and then we just as as, as weird as you want to get we're, we're, <laughs> we're, we're there to try and Not bring you on that we're gonna journey. learn how to cook salmon first and then we'll try yeah, something okay. weird that sounds like a plan but thank you yeah. so much for coming on thank i'm glad this worked out yeah, this yeah, was great. wonderful yeah, i awesome. know i'm so happy now yeah. i'm gonna get the credit of the neighborhood uh that's awesome i yeah. know well, i know yeah, I'm sorry i had to no that's all right no yeah. we, we're so happy that you made it work um with us and our little podcast and yeah this has been great yeah, I yeah can't this wait is to awesome s- thank s- you for coming on uh yeah. just one more time fearless fish market on facebook and the same on instagram yeah. and the same thing with added.com at the end and you got the website <laughs> yeah, there you, just go. Added. Added. you guys nailed it right there, there. perfect and uh once again thanks for coming on this yeah thank great. you this is awesome and thanks everybody for listening thanks guys bye